Good morning, planet Earth, and happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday, as some would say, although it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is, in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. I've been engaged with SMBs in various capacities for over 20 years now. If you guys out there like SMB-related discussion, we have a huge lineup here on Fridays at talkradio.myc. You got Tommy D on philanthropy and focus before me, Jeremiah Fox on the entrepreneurial web after me, Joseph Franklin McElroy on wise content creates wealth later on this afternoon. This is the place to be if you like small and medium-sized business discussion. Before we kick things off today, I just want to say congratulations once again to my friends Elizabeth and Rich, now Mr. and Mrs. Rod. I had a blast officiating their wedding, and I'd like to wish them a lifetime of health, happiness, peace, and wealth. It was great to be at a special event last night in the presence of true love, again, starting to really feel like real life again out there. Over the last two decades, I've noticed that some of the best thought leadership for SMBs happens on Friday when we feel the freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're so anxious to start the weekend that these crucial pearls of wisdom, they very often get overlooked, swept under the rug, very often in favor of fun weekend activities. We just steamroll right through Friday, get right into happy hour, and come back to work on Monday all hungover and forgot all the clarity we had on Friday. On Always Friday, we like to really take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity. We discuss popular topics on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Coincidentally, my last name means free in German, so this is not just a play on words, people. A little fun fact for you, a little deeper meaning, there is always deeper meaning here. There's always method behind the madness. I'm feeling the weekend freedom. I've got my shades on. Let's get this party started. Today's topic of discussion is special events and SMBs in 2021. How are small and medium-sized businesses who work with special events positioned for 2021? I believe my special guest would agree with me. It is time to celebrate life's moments again without sacrificing safety for style or inclusion for elegance. If that means thinking outside the box as it relates to the traditional wedding, sweet 16, or bar bot mitzvah reception, so be it. The parties must go on. My guest and his team cultivate ideas that make an impact, taking entertainment and transforming it into something extraordinary. While we're on talkradio.myc, we don't want this to be just talk. The goal here, again, use the insight on the SMB landscape that we get today and take it Make more impact come Monday morning when you get back to work. Far too often, SMBs are focused on the product that's going to save their, save, their, save their lives, solve their problems, the shiny new mousetrap, the magic wand. In my travels, products change every single day in every other facet of our lives, both personal and business. There is no substitute at any time for surrounding yourself with the right people first, keeping focus on the process that's going to help you achieve your goal. If you do that, I believe the right products will present themselves when, you're, when they are needed by the SMB. Everything begins and ends with the people. So without further ado, we are surrounding ourselves with the right people today. We have a great show for you. Our special guest is none other than Morgan Reed, Creative Director at Total Entertainment. Morgan Reed is a street-savvy NYC-based event producer. He began his career at the age of 17 as a junior event manager and worked for many small fashion boutiques on the production of their shows. As his clientele expanded to Fortune, 5, Fortune 100 companies, uh, he quickly gained recognition for his expertise in producing large-scale events in the New York metro area. 
Morgan is very adept at venue selection, expert in lighting, AV, and activation experiences, and really enjoys the challenge of producing live events. In 2018, he transitioned from Vice President of New Business Development to Total Entertainment's Creative Director, which is by far the most rewarding role of his career. Total Entertainment is a full-service uh, event and entertainment production company, supporting all types of concerts, acts, product launches, incentive events, using live music, entertainment enhancements, and client production support. With over 25 years of experience developing and producing events and over 500 events annually, Total Entertainment is one of the more eclectic client-serving organizations than any other event company in North America. From concept to build to customer experience, Morgan thrives on the challenge of unique creative projects for all types of events. Nothing is too small, too big, too detailed, or too daunting for Morgan and his team. They live to bring your vision to life and then exceed your expectations. Morgan is one of the most ideal people I could think of to talk about this with me today. And we're also gonna always hit my th favorite three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument and the artist who plays it? I promise you guys will like that. Morgan gave me some stellar answers and a ton of pictures to go along with it. Morgan, welcome to Always Friday. Pleasure to have you here, brother. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on the show today. I'm very excited for this conversation. Before we get deep into it, please share with us for a couple minutes. How did you get to where you are today? So I started in the business when I was uh, 14 years old. Um, I grew up in a, uh, you know, a bar mitzvah wedding prevalent area. Um, and I started as a lighting assistant for a photographer. Uh, I was 14 years old working Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays instead of you know, playing soccer and going out and doing whatever I was doing, I had the, you know, the, the money brain and I wanted to go out and make, make some dough. So I started as a lighting for assistant as a, uh, for a photographer. Um, after a few years of doing that, I landed my first job as a bar mitzvah dancer, uh, you know, back in the day, 15, 16 years old, working doubles and triples, you know, two parties on a Saturday, a party on a Sunday, uh, you know, really, really getting, you know, my feet wet in the business. Um, after a, a year or two of being a bar mitzvah dancer at this one particular company, I actually uh, went over to another company where I really started to grow. Uh, I was, uh, I started as a dancer. I went into uh, a role as an MC very quickly. Um, and, um, you know, I was in college and I graduated high school and I was in college and unfortunately 9-11 hit. And I decided after that, that life was too short and I needed to really, you know, dig in and do what I was doing. Um, and I went to go work full time at 19 years old. I became a sales representative and uh, just really took off from there. And, uh, you know, I emceed for X amount of years, uh, retiring from emceeing in, you know, how old am I now? 38. Uh, I retired from emceeing probably about six or seven years ago and really dug into becoming an event producer and really doing the behind the scenes and getting creative with my clients and just being more hands-on on my projects because I can have, you know, six or seven events going on on a Saturday. And that's really, you know, where I, where I came from. I basically started, you know, as equipment technician and being a lighting assistant, assistant for a photographer and, really just working up the ranks. And I've always been in this business. I've, that's all I've ever really done. 
Uh, you know, a little nightclub promotion here and there, you know, when high school and college, but it was mostly, you know, being in the entertainment business. So that's where I came from. No, it's great. And, you know, I, there's always an element of sales and business development to everything. And you'd mentioned going from VP of business development to creative director. It sounds like, you know, you really have, you know, kind of carte blanche to, to use your creative bones and muscles and really make some, some fun stuff happen without just trying to go out and keep, you know, doing really just high intensity, high volume. It's about doing the right events in the most creative way, the most differentiated way, it sounds like. Correct. You know, I decided to take on a role as creative director and not be sit in such a sales position, even though the, my, my passion is, is, you know, being with people and doing sales and all that. It's all I've ever known, but I've taken more, I, I took more of the creative approach with my clientele because it's, it's a less, I find it to be a less threatening position. You go at people from a creative aspect rather than just, you know, sell, 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 which, you know, everybody knows it's ABC, always be closing. And it's, it's not so much about that. It's more, you know, I tell my clients, like, it's creative first, sales comes after, you know, so when I sit down with them, it's the the pitch is always, you know, what are your needs and wants? What are we trying to achieve here? What, What, what's your biggest source of anxiety about this party? Like, are you worried that it's not going to be this or you're not going to be that? And we really go at it from a creative aspect. And, you know, I, I, you know, not to pat myself on the back, I feel that the company um, and myself is very successful at doing that. No, it's, I, it, it emanates from all of you. There's no, there's no question about it. Thank you. Um, it's, it's a differentiated experience and it's more consultative. When you can use the creative muscles, it's, it lends itself to a more consultative approach instead of a commoditized approach. And I think that's something that's so huge for you and so huge for your industry. So just to take it back for a second, I want to go sit out by the new fire pit that we had put in last year, which I'm looking forward to having you over for. You know, I was asked to officiate my, my first wedding and I love to do stuff like that. It's, I've never done that before, but it's uh, you know, getting in front of folks and speaking and getting up on the soapbox. You know, I'm, I'm always about that. You know, my, my friends, the couple, not very religious per se. They just wanted someone who could really tell a good story and get down to partying with them. So, you know, again, I love to speak in front of crowds. I love to have fun. I love to use my creative muscles as much as I can as well. So how could I possibly resist? So even before the pandemic hit and virtual became a reality, which is something I know you guys are used to putting out there, uh, you, you know, you can ordain as a minister online. Now, I wasn't really planning to do that because this is really just all about having a good ceremony and telling a good story. And then I found out about this movement called Dudism it's through the Church of the Latter-day Dude. And if you guys out there haven't heard about it, if you, if you haven't seen The Big Lebowski, which if you haven't, please uh, go watch it right after my show today. Take the, take the day off of work if you have to. Uh, but there's, there's basically a whole, whole movement uh, derived from the character, the dude from the Big Lebowski movie. And, you know, I ordained with these folks online just because I'm a big movie guy. You guys have seen me uh, even relate to Big Lebowski before. And it, it was just, it's so much fun. Such a, such a great, <laughs> such a great way of putting something together with a fun story. So what I wanted to do with you guys real quick before we get into it deep with, with Morgan here today is I wanted to uh, relate just a couple of thoughts from some of the literature around dudism, which you can find at dudism.com. So one of the books is The Tao of the Dude, 
awesome insights from deep dudes from Lasu to Lebowski by Oliver Benjamin, who was also known in the dudism world as the Dudley Lama. Those deep dude sources, they stretch back as far as Plato and Lao Tzu and the Buddha. Others are as recent as Little Kim and Stephen Wright and Bill Hicks, down through the ages across the ampersands of time. A wiser feller than ourselves, Jimi Hendrix, once said, in order to change the world, you've got to get your head together first. Like any good rug, dudism provides a cushioning fabric to ground the floor of their being a pattern which ties all the strands together, a fundamental nexus upon which to dance, drowse, and meditate. We got the venue we wanted, so come on over and give us notes. The bar's over there. See what happens. This is a quote from the Tao of the Dude, and I thought it was very appropriate here today because in addition to them getting the venue they wanted, we're going to talk a little bit more with Morgan Reed about some very cool venue ideas that he and Total Entertainment are working on uh, in his capacity as creative director with Total Entertainment. So we're going to be right back after this quick commercial break. We're going to be talking once again with Morgan Reed, creative director at Total Entertainment. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. It's me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're going to be talking here with Morgan Reed, creative director at Total Entertainment today. We're going to dive into it, Morgan, with the method behind the madness. So this is where we talk a little bit about exactly what you guys do, exactly how you guys do it, and exactly how you go to market for it. I, I got to tell you, I'm excited for this because I, I know the genesis of this company for some time, and it's really cool to see what you guys have evolved into these days, just total experts at creating, developing, and building these environments to match the different themes that are out there. So lay it on us. Give us the method behind the total entertainment madness. So, you know, the it's, it's funny, you know, I came to work for the company back in 2012 um, after, you know, being a, a partner at another company for quite a few years and then trying a stint at, a, a, you know, having my hand at a company in the city uh, doing different things and live music and some other things. And so I landed at Total Entertainment in 2012 because my former boss, uh, the, the original Jeffrey Craig actually um, is a partner in Total Entertainment. And so a colleague of mine, of mine and I landed back at Total in 2012. And before we came to work here, a good friend of ours who's been working for Total for quite some time says, you guys don't really understand the nature of the beast until you're actually in the belly of the beast. And so I didn't really understand what that really meant until I was actually sitting in the belly of the beast. And that's what we do. We, we, we sit in the belly of the beast. And when I mean a beast, total entertainment definitely moves like a well-oiled machine. Um, and that's exactly what we are. We're a machine. Uh, we're a company that does thousands and thousands of events a year. Um, you know, pre COVID we were, you know, probably doing uh, 2,500 events a, a year as a, as a company, ranging everything from bar bond mitzvahs to sweet 16s to corporate events to everything uh, to uh, experiential marketing uh, events. Uh, we once built a, a house inside of a conference center in Miami. So uh, we really run the gamut of, as far as the things that we do. The process on what we do um, really starts, I think, with our front line, which is definitely the sales team, uh, which is run by, you know, uh, the, you know, the founder of our company, Mark Jason. Um, and, you know, we, we hold sales meetings generally once a month. Uh, sometimes when we're really crazy busy, sometimes it's really, you know, once a quarter, if we're really running hard, um, where we basically, you know, talk about what's new, what's hot, how we're trending on the top of the market and all of that. Um, what separates us, I feel like, from a lot of the other companies out there is we're always updating our sales tools. Um, Mark, you know, uh, is the creative genius behind our, you know, how we basically present ourselves to our clients, which is through this online, this online based database that we have called Event Chit Chat. Um, and, you know, we, we called, he called it event chit chat because that's what we are. We're in the events business and we're always chit chatting with our clients about what's hot, what's new and what's popular. So it really allows us, you know, to be in front of the clients, um, even during now, during COVID times, being on zoom, I could share my screen and show a client exactly what I would, you know, um, if I was sitting in their living room or I was sitting at their dining room table, talking to them about their kids bar mitzvah, sure. um, in fact, I feel like I've won over some clients during this time period because of the online presentation and the things we're able to do digitally. Um, so our process is pretty simple. Um, we're not a company that will showcase or advertise or, 
you know, do those type of things. We really are a word of mouth company and our party planners are our lifeline. I mean, that's really where I would say the majority of our business comes from. Um, and then from there, you know, we, we really just, you know, customer service is number one for us. Um, our talent is, is number one for us. Uh, we, we really pride ourselves on our talent, our MCs, our DJs, our dancers, um, and all the production stuff we do on top of that is really secondary. Absolutely. I, uh, I want to look a little deeper into something that you just said, which you know, revolves around the virtual presentation side of things. And I, I, I would agree with you that the folks that are well positioned to do virtual presentations, you know, virtual sharing of information, they've really been, you know, had to step up on folks out there. They've been growing and prospering. So when I look at your contact information, you have three different websites that you market. So there's right. obviously total entertainment, but you also have virtual event programs. And I saw this on the site where it said virtual is now reality. And I just, th I thought that was great. And I, I do think that if positioned appropriately, you can, you know, really even present yourself arguably better in some ways than just having to run around creation and do it in person. I'm one of those that always likes to, there's no substitute for shaking hands, giving hugs, having drinks, kissing babies, et cetera. But if this is what you have in certain types of challenging times, you just got to really focus on putting your best foot forward. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, how you guys help other folks, especially other small, medium-sized businesses that are looking to put their best foot forward, because I know a lot of them are right now. How do you help them be better, better virtual presenters? So, you know, talking about the virtual world, it, it was something that we unfortunately had to get thrown into overnight. Um, you know, when COVID hit last March, you know, we were, we were again set to have another banner year at Total Entertainment as far as like the amount of events we're doing and dollars coming in. Um, but that was stripped from us in literally 48 hours. Um, but instead of us sitting around and wallowing in sadness, because that's really what it was for the events industry, uh, Mark, again, you know, went to, the, uh, to his creative thinking hat and said, how do we pivot? How do we not just lay down and give in? So it took quite a while, but we created this wonderful um, virtual platform. It started out as us doing these game shows and trivia things for country clubs and our Fortune 500, Fortune 100 law firms, you know, uh, whoever, in, whatever institutions we've been working for and us really going to market with it. Um, and what it evolved into was us doing these full blown productions virtually uh galas um hospital galas uh telethon i mean you name it we did it we did uh we've done them globally you know you know across the continents where we start at two o'clock in the morning and we wind up working until 10 o'clock the next day um so we're putting we started putting on more of like a show like same way you would see the today show broadcasted or good morning america or you know and you got people in studio, people at home. We, we basically started doing the same thing. And it really changed the perspective on things. And now that events are starting to come back, we even present ourselves as a hybrid company where we would do both, you know, and have a like a portion in person and then a portion, you know, live, um, you know, hybrid on, you know, streaming, basically. So we've had to really adapt and and step up, step up into that world. And I feel like we've done a pretty good job at doing it. No, I, I would certainly agree. And I myself have had to participate in, you know, certain types of industry conferences that would normally be, you know, in person with you know, all kinds of 
presentations and breakouts and free flowing booze and swag to, to grab from exhibition halls and all of that. And all of it's virtual now. And, you know, frankly, I'm saving a lot of, of uh, on the travel bill, not getting as many miles as I used to. But, you know, that's that stuff is very arguably here to stay no matter what. It might not. Again, it's to me, it's never going to replace re- real human interaction. But when human interaction in person is not a possibility, it's huge. And you might as well really be equipped to put your best foot forward. Another thing I wanted to get into with you is the third website that you market on your contact information, which revolves around the lot experience. And the lot experience, I've been very intrigued by, I know you guys have been working really hard on it. Uh, the as far as actually having your own type of venue, going back to that discussion, this is a, a very cool looking concept that you know plays to what's going on right now with the times we've all been living in, but still really you know gives people the customization and the and the forum to throw a really kick ass event in a way where you guys can really take some proactive measures and do things safely and in in a in a clean and sterilized environment and all that tell us about this lot experience thing it's very exciting so the lot experience basically came about um we started talking about it as a company in probably late november early december um and it was a lot of like back and forth should we do it should we not do it should we do it should we not do it so when we finally decided to do it um you know i was given the role of helping out and finding the spot in New Jersey. And um, so I, I found this one, this awesome spot in West Orange and, you know, big shout out to the town of West Orange for helping us out and, you know, moving it along, you know, the mayor, the zoning board, the building board, everything like that. And some good friends that I have behind the scenes. Um, but the lot experience is basically a 20,000 square foot outdoor venue that is completely open on the 200 sides. So it's a tent that's 100 by 200. And this isn't a tent. This isn't a tent that you would see in somebody's backyard. This is a structure. I mean, it literally looks like an airport hangar minus all the planes and the sides down. Um, And it's really a, a great way for people to celebrate safely, you know, social distancing and, um, you know, all of that. But we still are able to provide our product and we're still able to provide that customer service and that same, you know, like you said, person to person experience, but safely due to the times. Um, and that was the big reason why we decided to do it. Um, and uh, we're in our construction phase still, it's going to be ready in the next few weeks, um, ready to go, hopefully by Cinco de Mayo. And uh, we're, you know, even contemplating doing it next year because it's, it's really a great concept and so many people want it and it's um, there's nothing like it really in the tri-state area. So that's why we decided to do it. Uh, as soon as I saw the concept, I thought it was a great idea, especially given the times that we're in and even possibly without the times that we're in there, there could be some very fun application of it. So you have a venue now, like something that's a really cool edgy concept as a venue, you have a virtual platform you can put together and then you have, the dedicated team at Total Entertainment. I love the way you guys have the branded talent inside of Total Entertainment. So lots of talent that you guys bring to the table. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with some of the madness. And I know there's a lot of it from this past year and change, but uh, we'll be right back with Morgan Reed, creative director at Total Entertainment. Stay with us, people. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 
Hey, everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with Morgan Reed, creative director at Total Entertainment. We're going to dive into the madness now, Morgan. The madness part of the show here is the observation part, stories that you've seen out, out there in the field, things that folks are asking you to do, especially now that uh, the pandemic has been around for a little bit, has definitely thrown the special events world for a loop out there in ways that you guys probably never seen before. No subject to taboo. Uh, obviously, if you don't want to compromise client confidentiality, you don't have to do that. You can always make up names. But crazy amount of madness around this topic, even with other friends of ours that work in the industry, delays, cancellations, the shifts to virtual. But give us a little bit on the madness side of things. Like, what are what are some of the things that are popping up more and more now, things that people are asking you to do now more than ever you know, give give us some give us some thoughts on this area. I mean, the original madness of COVID was insane. I mean, it took us months to figure out where we were moving people to. Uh, clients all wanting the same dates because of living in the same towns. It, it was a disaster. I mean, it was every day you spent your day from 
you know, God knows what time in the morning to God knows what time at night, figuring out where you were moving people to. And originally it was, they were moving from the spring to the fall. And then when COVID was still here, it was like fall to the spring. And it's still happened, still starting to happen, you know, a little bit, but not as much now because people are, are mostly moving their events outdoors. And, you know, we, we, luckily have our venue and people are still doing homes in their backyard. So that was really the madness um, in the beginning. After that, you know, the craziness was the, I call it the, uh, the goal line stance. Cause that's really what it was. It was people coming out like two weeks before a party would start. And you've got to remember, we plan parties two years in advance. And now the, so the madness started with the, 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 the 10 day push. So all of a sudden, you know, you're slapped with this party that you got to pull together in 10 to 12 days. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, people had to take other jobs and like other things had to happen. So, you know, you're, you're scrambling to, you know, find staff and get people in the office to build and prep and do things that we needed to do, which we normally had plenty of time to do. And now we're scrambling on, on the on the 10 yard line, basically. Right. So I think that was a huge challenge last year, uh, which is not happening as much now, but it was definitely a, a thing last year. It was that, that goal line stance where it's like, everybody's in panic mode, you know, 10 days before their party. That was the biggest thing. Um, you know, and then the, the other interesting thing, you know, talking about the different companies and things that we do is us pivoting once again and doing, getting involved in the testing business you know, doing COVID testing because it's going hand in hand with the special events industry, especially in places like New York and Westchester. And that's where, you know, we do a good, a good portion of business. So we once again pivoted and started another company called East Coast Health Logistics, which basically is us doing uh, on-site testing with CMAs and, you know, the rapid antigen tests and contact tracing and all these other things that we do. Um, because, you know, we, we did make, we are making a conscious effort as a company that public, you know, public safety and, you know, health is really important to us. Our employees are checked when they get to an, an event and, uh, you know, if clients are requesting, we're having them tested, we have them tested prior to the event or the morning of. And so we're really trying to be good about, you know, the, the public safety and health. Um, it's very interesting because, you know, Obviously, that's great to hear you being proactive about being as safe as possible and not sacrificing that, you know, in the scheme of things. But it also, you know, doing testing on in and of itself is a whole other line of business. And I know you guys are no strangers to going into multiple lines of business. Uh, but, you know, it, even for the future, have, if you guys are doing special events, industry conferences, like big scale, you know, Fortune 100 company events, Arguably, even there's there, there's still going to be some type of need for that, even moving down the road, right? Yeah, there 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 definitely will be. Um, you know, COVID is, uh, you know, from my my point of view, it's we're going to have to learn how to exist and work and play and everything that you know humans naturally do. You know, basically coexisting with COVID for for the time being, and that's okay. Um, you know, with you know, the way the world is, it, it's okay. You just have to kind of adapt and do what you got to do. Um, that's, you know, COVID put, brought on a whole new type of madness to our industry. I would say the biggest anxiety and madness in our industry is things that clients harp on, 
the things that are so important to clients, which are their memories, you know, things like their montage or uh, something that they we had them custom create, like the, the, the amount of stories and times where like, you know, we, we as a company have like an internal timeline. I can, t- I can, if I can show you my phone on a normal Saturday, my, my alarm on my phone goes off every 25 minutes with another reminder. Um, and, you know, it's like, you know, we test the montage, we do this and we do that and everything's taped down and signage is, 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 uh, and our branding that we do on our activities and games looks perfect. And then all of a sudden, you know, five minutes before the room opens, you know, the power goes out or, you know, our wire comes loose. You know, I remember, I'll tell you a, a story. Um, I had a client a few years back. It was one of my last parties that I actually emceed. I, I was a former MC, which I mentioned earlier. And uh, this person's candle lighting was so important to them. And there was like video clips with it. So it was like producing a show, you know, it was like you had everybody queued up and ready to go. And me as the MC, you know, I had to be on, on my game. And sure enough, uh, we're going to show these clips and everything like that. And the computer that we were using, apparently the wire wasn't all the way in. So the audio wasn't coming through. And this client was not happy with me. I mean, got up on, in, you know, got up and it's just me in the middle of the dance floor with her child and doing this candlelighting ceremony. And she was not happy with me whatsoever and totally like, you know, screamed at me in the middle, you know, and, and, you know, listen, I'm a professional. I took it well. And not to say that after the candle lighting wasn't over, I handed my mic over to my co-MC that I had at the time. And I went outside and, you know, screamed out into the world because I was upset. But at the same time, you know, our biggest thing is the show must go on, you know, and, you know, we take it with a grain of salt and we, we, you know, we do what we ever, whatever we have to do to make the show go on. You know, another funny thing that's happened over the years another also time when i was an mc which you know i could tell you there were a million stories from you know emceeing uh i'm doing a party up in connecticut um at a place called the loading dock and my dj's computer crashes in the middle of us doing the horror which is also again a memory for a client that you can never replace so what happens his computer doesn't really go up he has a backup CDs, which nobody uses CDs anymore. And sure enough, he pops in whatever song he could find first, which happens to be a, a hip hop song. And here I am out in front conducting a horror to a hip hop song. Funny enough, the client wasn't angry. She actually commended me afterwards for being a showman and actually putting on my game face and making it not be so awkward. And you said it was the remix. It's no problem. Exactly. You know, and last but not least, I would say my other biggest thing in history i mean this was years ago i mean i'm going to be 39 years old on monday and i was probably 21 years old tops when this happened i was doing a party um during the day and the kid wasn't he wasn't really an outgoing kid and it was a struggle the whole party but i really got it going and all of a sudden grandpa goes down he falls uh he literally breaks his leg screaming in pain Bar Mitzvah boy is crying. Five seconds later, a, a table collapses. Okay. So me as a, as a showman and as an entertainer, I get up on a chair on a ladder in the middle of the dance floor. I take it from the photographer and I stop the party and I get everybody's attention. I bring the Bar Mitzvah boy up there with me. I'm holding this Bar Mitzvah boy who's probably just as big as me at the time. 
and I'm making everybody's attention, uh, you know, attention towards the kid away from the problem. So those are the kind of things you have to do as an entertainer or in an entertainment company. I mean, my MCs can tell all kinds of stories, but from a production guy and behind the scenes, it's basically smoke and mirrors. You know, it's, it's, you have to put on the illusion that everything's okay at all times. even if you're <laughs> Please disperse. Nothing to see here. Yeah. No, exactly. it's uh, it, with the venue thing to go back to that for a second, you know, the open air lot experience venue that you guys are working on, you're very uh -huh. cool, very apropos for what's going on right now. The wedding I officiated last night was for the most part, pretty much all part indoors. And it was the madness in my mind these days is, you know, some people are vaccinated, some are not. Nobody knows necessarily what's going on, like what's how fast it's spreading, if it's spreading, where it's spreading, where it's more concentrated. But there was some people walking around with masks and a whole lot of other people not and indoors. So it's just like, you know, where is where is the best practice? Where is the line? Where is the, you know, the the the, the manual on how to do this moving forward? And I don't know if there really is one, but, you know, what, as far as actually getting back to business and the party must go on and the party starting to happen inside, you know, what does that look like, you know, to you over the next couple of months, the next year? You know, the celebrating safely outside is, is probably the, the, on the tip of everybody's tongue. Um, and even so, even with that, you know, we follow CDC and, you know, New Jersey or New York, you know, government guidance, basically. Um, getting back to business inside, you know, our, you know, we basically will take every measure possible to make the, you know, like I said, the show must go on. So if it's wearing masks or, um, you know, trying to, you know, uh, tell our employees it's important to be vaccinated, but, you know, walking that fine line of not, you know, making them do anything because we, we can't do that. Um, but having the testing in place and doing the masks and, and, you know, complying with guidance. I mean, that's really all we can do. Um, whether it's inside or outside, it doesn't matter. We're, we're still going to do what we're supposed to do. Um, and that's the most important thing because we want to get back to business. You know, uh, anybody I talk to wants to get back to business. So, you know, whether it's being vaccinated or wearing a mask, it doesn't matter. I'll wear a double mask if somebody tells me to, if, if I have to, in order to, you know, get back to work. It doesn't matter at this point. It's all about getting back to some sort of normalcy. And that's where we're at with all of that. Yep, that's my mom's method actually is wearing the two masks. I always you know, chuckle just a little bit. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's, I know there's no magic formula. There's no standard operating procedure behind it, but it, it's like you said, the show must go on. You know, people need to get back to celebrating these momentous occasions. Yeah, this, this whole thing of kicking the can down the road too. I see all kinds of people that during this, this whole you know, pandemic, they got married at city hall and now they're first going back and doing a, a you know, a party and, and even their bachelor bachelorette parties. I'm just like, yeah. now that they're vaccinated and can actually travel. So crazy, crazy times. You know, I love what you guys are doing. I love how you're doing it, bringing, you know, really creative solutions to the table, creating the environment, you know, to really make a lasting memory for the clients and the, the folks that you're working with. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with Morgan Reed, Creative Director at Total Entertainment. Stay with us on Always Friday. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you 
you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with Morgan Reed, creative director at Total Entertainment. We're going to bring things home with the message part of the show here today. Morgan, the message part is what can everyone take away? What weekend insight can people take to make a Monday impact? Uh, so a couple of quick things I was just thinking about. You know, I know we've been talking about this recurring theme of we need to get back to celebrating these special events. And you know, I went to a big one last night. You know, felt really good to to be back out there doing something like this, and I hope it becomes more the norm than the exception to the rule sooner than later. And I would I would bet you and your team do as well. The other thought that I wrote down here is that there's always a way to make a special event just a little more special, no matter what's going on around you with you know the surroundings. And I think that's a lot of what you guys are all about with creating the most ideal environment for for the client, really matching up the perfect experience with what the client's desires are. Yeah. I mean, every client always comes to us looking for something different. Um, there's clients that pride themselves on um, warmth um, at a party, which basically, you know, I, I always say stems from, you know, the family themselves. And there's people who are looking for um, creativity, which we definitely bring to the table. And there's also people who are just, happy to celebrate life. Um, I feel like the biggest thing right now is most people are coming to us with that third thing, which is happy to celebrate life. After such a dark year of, you know, um, just sadness and gloom and doom and, you know, everything like that. Um, everybody says, we just want to celebrate, you know, it's like, everybody's like fresh out the box to, you know, or fresh out of quarantine, I would say at this point to, uh, to celebrate. 
you know, and it's really nice. Um, look, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that this past year wasn't uh, a curse and a blessing in the skies for a guy who works six days a week, you know, and barely gets to kiss his kids goodnight ever, you know, for me to be home for every breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and every bedtime story, and every, you know, boo-boo, and every fight that happens in my house, it's been a blessing and a curse at the same time. I've been able to be a a family man for the past year, and and all that, but with that being said, it is time to get back to work. It is time to celebrate life's moments again, and it is time to celebrate um, in a safe way, you know, and I feel like most people, have that thought process. Um, and there's a way to do it. Um, and we, we are prodding ourselves on trying to be pioneers in the industry of showing people that it's mind over matter and there's a way to do it. And, you know, that's really how the lot came about. Um, and that's why we're doing it. I think you guys are doing a great job. And I know you're the father of two daughters, as am I. So you're probably losing your hearing a little bit, just as I am these days. But you guys are definitely pioneering in this industry. It was always a very consultative, creative approach regardless. But really helping folks get a better virtual representation of themselves. Huge value there. And then the lot experience, just really something that's breaking the mold. Very excited to roll that out. Uh, Hope that it is ready right around Cinco de Mayo and hope I have a chance to celebrate with you in some way, shape or form. That would be a nice way to kick off Cinco de Mayo. But Morgan, this is, this has been a blast. I want to get into the answers to the magic three questions because your answers are awesome. And I have no shortage of pictures to entertain everybody who's watching out there. So uh, again, who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What is your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument? And who is the artist you'd love to hear play it? So without further ado, Uh, Morgan is a very big Bobby D. Robert De Niro fan, so the two favorite movie characters he gave me were none other than Sam Ace Rothstein from Casino, and I love, uh, you know, I love Bobby D. and all kinds of things, but this movie specifically... I'm a very big process guy, as as we've spoken about here. So I use this scene all the time. And by the way, I do like to join my guest in whatever pictures I, I, I put up there. But, um, you know, an equal amount of blueberries in each muffin. So that's that, you know, crucial, all process driven, right? So the other character, uh, Frank, the Irishman Sheeran from The Irishman. And uh, I'm sorry to say that I actually haven't seen The Irishman yet. And I know I have to. So maybe... Uh, We'll make a date for that. A big backyard, uh, 150 inch projection screen thing would be nice, right? Provided by Total Entertainment. <laughs> Just come to my backyard, no problem. So, favorite TV show character, Negan from The Walking Dead. And uh, I know that you like Jeffrey Dean Morgan because you guys share some some name there. But uh, you actually look pretty good as Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, I you know I minus minus the hair, you know, so it's. Uh part of the pro- part of the process i would say uh but i wasn't trying to draw attention to it but you know it's it's uh i'm, I'm uh I'm, I'm seeing more and more spots for me these days but uh yeah I'm trying to hold on to whatever i can for as long as i can okay so he looks like he's ready for battle action there uh what is it like a barbed wired club is that what goes after the zombie that's lucille that's his uh that's his sidekick and also his wife's name who happens to his wife hillary burton who was on uh she was a uh, teen star she plays uh, Lucille now on The Walking Dead. So it's a great show. 
another one that I haven't gotten into yet. So uh, I got, I got to, I got to make some time. It's, you know, the six or almost seven days a week of working is, is tough on the binge watching these days, but uh, yeah, put myself in the picture there with you. What else we got here? Favorite movie or TV show? So we got multiple answers for you on this. And this is real easy to go off the deep end with these answers. So favorite movie, Wedding Crashers. And I love that answer for you being in the industry that you're in. Uh, I have done some wedding crashing in my day and I, uh, I do miss it. Uh, I wonder when that'll ever happen again. But uh, you know, I could go all day with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson pictures, but I did want to give some love to Will Ferrell as well. I thought it was very important to get, uh, you know, the, the the wedding crashing Bible from Chaz up here. But, you know, it's again, there's almost uh, so many freaking pictures out there of this dynamic duo. So Mazel Tov. That's uh, seems to go apropos with the theme here. Exactly. Uh, next movie that you threw at me was Super Bad. And uh, I couldn't help it. I had to give you the, you know, the, the curly afro from Jonah Hill there. It just looked too, too good. But you also look half decent as McLovin. That's a good one. That that's actually that's a good uh that that that's I I I guess I look like Mick Lovin, uh you know. He's uh he's he's uh, you know, a much a much bigger more studly dude now I've heard. But uh hey, this is this is still pretty decent I got to say. And I got another one coming up you're going to like. What else we got? I forgot, what's Michael Sarah's name in this movie? I totally just blanked out on me right before we started. Evan. Evans his name. Thank right you. Me. I couldn't I couldn't remember it for the life of me. Yeah. But not bad there either. You have a really not not only do you just you know beautiful punum beautiful face you have it does uh, translate very well to the other folks here. Yeah. This one I couldn't help myself. I keep getting the feedback that my voice sounds a little bit like Seth Rogen. I don't know if you would say the same, but you know, I, I see certain mannerisms and all that. But I, I couldn't help myself. I had to throw myself in here. There you go, me me as Seth Rogen, the cop, and you uh, as McLovin once again. I it just it's, it could go on and on with these best answers for pictures ever. Uh, it's it's real. Yeah. Sometimes people like to use obscure answers, and I, I have trouble finding pictures that work really well. I tried so to, uh, uh, I tried to really be uh, me and uh, be uh, not too obscure. You know, <laughs> I do appreciate that. So uh, TV show wise, you'd mentioned Shameless, so couldn't couldn't hesitate a Frank Gallagher picture. Frank Sheeran and Frank Gallagher, you got all the right answers here. Shameless uh, uh, makes the uh, heart palpitate in a good way, you know. <laughs> and then the whole shameless crew together there. Remember that character, Steve? Couldn't help hesitate to put uh, my uh, my face uh, on there. But I, the only thing I was missing from Shameless is Fiona, and that's just you know that that goes without saying. So. Actually, one of my former colleagues used to live right next door to her in New York City. It was, it was she, cool. She was the show. So. <laughs> and last but not least, favorite musical instrument and the artist who plays it. Uh, Morgan loves the guitar and none other than Gary Clark Jr. That's my man. Love that guy. He, he is the man. And your dad's name is Gary too, isn't it? That is true. And I live on Gary drive. So, you know, <laughs> trend, trend in my right. life. I'm sensing a theme and a pattern happening here. Uh-huh. Now Gary and his Grammy again, Morgan is blast having you on the show today. Really appreciate you coming Thank on you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. And, um, you know, I appreciate the, um, uh, Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, love what you guys are doing. I have contact information for Morgan, totalentertainment.com, virtual event program.programs.com, the lot experience.com. You can find what total entertainment and Morgan and his team are doing all over the place. Thank you again for being on the show today, Morgan. Uh, real quick, we gotta, we gotta end everything because next show is coming up here, but coming up next week, we're going to be talking about, can we talk about employment? 
a lot of things changing with the legalization of recreational cannabis in the country right now. New, my home state of New Jersey just became the 14th state to legalize it. So how do you navigate? We're going to be talking with Stephen Trimbley. He's the founder of Trimbley and Prusnowski, a labor and employment law firm. And he's going to talk to us a little bit about how he's helping SMB clients navigate this complex world. Until then, we hope you gain some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. We will see you next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military, and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.